bitch better have my money. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Let me stretch out. It ain't nothing like black pussy on my dick. Word to the motherfucking DJ quick. I play a hose like Domino slapping bones. AMG's on the motherfucking microphone. I slang dick, bitch, nothing more and nothing less. You gotta see no hope. You can take the test and bring big fat titties and lots of back. You got the woody and I got the axe. I'm no joke when I stroke for a client. Bitches need dick, so they find it. G with the high top fade. Open up your coast bag, bitch, so I can get paid. And take off your G's. Classic, 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 classic. As I said on the last episode, DJ Quick is one of my favorites, and this is a product of Mr. Quick. Why? West Coast Legends, for our listeners that are not in California, um, if you don't know that, I don't know what's wrong with you, but you should. You should. I mean, they know who re- who didn't remake this. There's like four different people tried to remake a version of this song. That's true. And gave no flowers. No. To the creators, but it's okay. No. It's okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Hi, everybody. Word. Happy sad bitch Monday. Yeah, you know, we just wanted to, you know, bring in the fucking, <laughs> bring in the fucking holiday properly. Um, you know, word to rest in peace to the guy Patrice O'Neill. You know, if you were, if you were a fan of any type of like Black Philippery, Philip Tree, Philip Tree, Philip Philip Tree, Philip Tree, Philip Tree. That was, that was the jam. That was how we got things started. That was <laughs> just like it just had it just fucking just had to be done. It was it just felt it just felt right on this day on this on this holiday that you know for the unsung or sometimes sung heroes, right? You know the sung heroes, but they they can't be recognized, man. Unfortunately, you know they should be recognized. I don't understand why people don't recognize them, but I understand why people don't recognize them. You know, they just—it's a lot of ego going on, right? You can't even get you to the championship, man. You know, you guys—you know—when you get paid, you want to win. Hey, you want to win, right? You know, you want to win championships. Sometimes hey. the best player on your team is the person coming off the bench, not the star. You guys don't even understand. Like, were you even outside? Do you remember what Robert Ory contributed? See how many rings he's got? Played to his fucking job. We talk about Jordan's rings, but Steve Kerr, man, you know, got him one of those rings. I'm just saying, you know, it just—it's important. It's—it's <laughs> it's, it's important. Okay? It is extremely important. When you wait till this gets swung into an actual like uh, a serious meeting, because it's not just—it's not just dick, man. It's like, what if you, you know, I want to take on all these responsibilities of this individual, but you know, it just—what if that individual's complex? You might need help. You don't know. We all need help. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You might we need we help. all need help. And on a serious note, and just you know, being funny. But we all need a little bit of help. You can't do everything on your own. And sometimes, as I've said in many other episodes and the last episode, when we were talking about healthcare workers, your support system Hi, is extremely Kirsten, important. Hi. Hi, Kirsten. How you doing? What's up, fam? 
Hey, 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 hey. I know you miss us. Happy side day. Happy side day. Happy side nigga day. Happy side day. Happy side day. Yes. Gender new. Happy side. Happy side day. Happy teamwork day. Sometimes you go to the chicken spot, not because you want some chicken, but you may want you some mashed potatoes and gravy or some mac and cheese. Like, I came here strictly because I wanted a side of greens and mac and cheese. You need the sides. You need the sides. It ain't got. It could be a lot of side, or it could be a little side. It could be one side. It could be multiple sides. But a meal is not a meal without the sides. And then it depends on the day, because none of you motherfuckers are really showing up to Thanksgiving for turkey. You showing up for the mac and cheese. That's the star of the show. That's that. You know. The the turkey gets all the notoriety, but it really just looks good on the table. But ain't nobody clamoring for it. This mac and cheese makes you feel good, you know. It's comforting. The mac's not dry. The mac is wet. It's moist. It fe- it's like you know you don't have to take certain pieces of the mac. Mac is good all the time. Right. Every time you need mac, mac is good. Turkey is only situationally good, depending on what you do with it and yeah. who prepared it and yeah. what kind it is. And it's a lot. You know, it's a lot that goes. You know, it's work. You know, when you get a good, you know, you get a good piece of turkey. It's, you know, it's great. You know, this is an amazing turkey sandwich. Did a lot of stuff to get, but it's good. But this Mac, I don't give a fuck when we had this Mac. It's always good. It always does me right. It always makes me feel. Makes me feel. I can take a little bit of turkey, even though that's the main dish, but I got to have a big heap aside. Yeah. Big heap aside. So welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast on this lovely Monday. Great way to start out your week. Hopefully you all enjoyed your side bitch Monday. It's supposed to be technically a... White People Empowered Day, but we don't celebrate that. So it's Side Bitch Monday. Why? Because you got to recognize everybody on your team. It is important. It Ooh. is important. I am DC, one half of Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, I'm TJ. How you doing? I'm Chad Austin. Whichever, whatever you want to say. Chad, whatever you want. T, whatever you want. Whatever, 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 whatever you be. feels good to you. Whatever feels good to you. So hopefully you had a wonderful, uh, whatever the fuck it was yesterday. I don't know. The, the holiday that shot will remain nameless <laughs> to, to me. <laughs> <laughs> that one that y'all recognize that I don't really pay attention to. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Hopefully y'all had a good, positive one yesterday. I had a nice one. I mean, it was a regular day, but I had a nice, regular holiday. Life How about good. yours? Life was good yesterday. It was chill. Just relax. Right. Same for me. Like I've I've spent the last couple of days since we're celebrating Love Day. I've had like long ass, like three four hour long conversations with family members the last couple of days. That's fine. That's 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 wonderful. I appreciate that. Talking to them, supporting them, being you know a shoulder that they can lean on, letting them vent, and being able to have positive functional conversation. That's love. That is love. That That's the love that I celebrate, but it, it doesn't have to be a special day for that. They just needed somebody to hold space for them, and I, and I allowed myself to do that, and it made me feel good. That's important. That's, that impl- like that, that ties in, like, you know, holding space. Yep. Just make you feel Makes you feel good. good. Like, I was, like, as I was, you know, made the little, whatever little video <clears throat> that we posted on the page today, funny. And I've, I've had, like, mad conversations about this movie, about Fences, which I don't feel like people like have like clearly watch it. Good story, good acting, all this shit to play, whatever. But I do feel like you know that is also like a big giant fucking gumbo of generational traumas, issues, and so on and so forth. And it just it's you know it's deeper than fuck these niggas and fuck whatever. Because oh, definitely, you know, I just feel like a lot of it. And I'm not just like his character had a lot of flaws, but you look at the Denzel Washington character and so like niggas ain't shit. And it's like 
but you know we're not looking at this in context like even that scene i'm like you know it's not just like go fuck off on whatever your arrangement is in your relationship clearly he signed up for this monogamous nonsense but even when you listen to them talking that you know thing it's like i did this because like we talked like i was lonely i didn't want to be by myself you know he did all the baseball analogies but the main thing he said which is like even niggas niggas just be like you know i'm fucking because the pussy was good but that nigga said no I go to this motherfucker's house and I laugh like I'm at peace here. And sure, bring that up to your partner. But there is a flip side to are you really, you know, as dope? Is this really an amazing space? Are y'all like we talk about best friends? Are y'all just each other's motherfucking bird? You just carrying this motherfucking shit. They can't y'all just carrying shit. And it was like, I'm not even sure I go over here to fuck. I just need a space where I feel good. I don't feel good when I'm with you. Where I feel comfortable enough to be my authentic self. I think I think a lot of people in their relationships, they have that for a certain period of time, but people ain't checking the oil on their engine and they just letting it just oh, run, and run, and run, and run and run and run and run and run. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Got people showing up. I know we got you know, people got to see my nigga. Pick either one, it don't matter. Nothing much, nothing much. Come in, have a seat. You can, right on there. We just, you know, we're jumping right into it. It's, it's, it's Side Bitch Monday. We are talking about the importance of having a proper support system. Sometimes it may be the side person because your man is not doing their job. So I'm saying sometimes in relationships, people have that comfort that they may get from a side, but they're not checking the oil on their relationship. You need to check the mileage. It was good at first. It's just been running, and you don't recognize that your engine ain't running properly, and that's why, he, you know what, I'm going to take it to this mechanic over here because you ain't doing your job come on now so it's not it doesn't have to be a necessity but sometimes we don't realize how we push the other person to go to a side mm, that's the truth that's the truth all right now first off what's happening what's happening what's happening my name is juju gray my apologies for being on cp time oh, um yeah. i brought edibles to make up for it sleep. good night y'all talking about getting candy yesterday candies and flowers so yeah what y'all do for v-day man are y'all celebrating today this is, we, what did you do? Because we, we, we discussed yesterday. We don't want to talk about my weekend. Oh, shit. Oh, no, shit. <laughs> my weekend was real. Shit, I think, okay, well, maybe it's just I'm about to say, this might be the perfect place to talk yeah, about, I'm about it. I'm about to say, Kirsten, Kirsten said she had a regular-ass day. We ended up saying we had chill, nice, positive days. I'll be asleep. I got, like, my talent is that of a child. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to y'all. Like, I'm after the show for sure, but, like. I know, he's going to be gone by then. Do oh, your thing, yeah, man. Yeah, go for it. Oh, um, I didn't. Oh, oh, we didn't even do that. We I mean, you know, if this is a safe space, that was he said that hard. Fuck. He's like, you know, you don't talk about my shit. Fuck these animals up. I'm gonna be all right. <laughs> He's utilizing his coping skill. I dig it. <laughs> Look, it don't hurt nobody. It's you know positive. It's coping. helping. It's bringing my anxiety down. I've been doing down. drugs all weekend. Okay. Well, if we count as a drug, I've been doing drugs all weekend. Oh, that's fine. Now you just. You've been mm-hmm. medicated, yeah, you've been, yeah. medicating appropriately to keep yeah, you your anxiety your, levels down. Yeah, yeah, you got your medicine. What? My anxiety levels been at an all-time high. Like I said, that shit. He like he was Rick James this week. He like, I said, break out that bitch now. Like, had a rough one. You want me to? Yep. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. But I think. Uh, I like here. I don't get caught up in the hype of so-called Valentine's Day. That ain't my thing. Yeah, I try to. Um, with Valentine's Day, because I'm I'm honestly not really a holiday person. Me neither. Um, so I try to really rely on that fact during Valentine's Day. Like, you already know I don't really fuck with holidays anyway. Like, this year though, I gave out jewelry. 
because I, I just started a jewelry company. Okay. So it was one of those things, like, I knew it would kind of be expected. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me give her a pair of earrings. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> it did. It did it what did. it was supposed it, to do. It did, purpose, yeah. it did what it was supposed to do. Yeah, I don't. I avoid people like the plague on holidays in general, like all holidays. Now I have my. On a serious note, I have my quote unquote underlying trauma reasons as to why I do that. I've learned over the years how to navigate that energy in a more positive way to make sure I'm not. I'm not hiding or dis disassociating from the situation because I feel a certain way like no I repurposed it I feel better knowing that I'm doing this for a particular reason you want you you don't want to do it because of the holiday you want to do it because this is what you want to do right yeah that's right so I, I've, I've repurposed it over the years to where I avoid people on holidays not because I'm trying to avoid feeling a negative way but because like nah, I don't participate in it I really understand now it's really not that big of a deal the people that I do support in this manner for this holiday, I do that all throughout the year. Today's not a hype. I'm not about to feed into it. And if I'm going to pay attention to, quote, unquote, for Valentine's Day, loving somebody, it's going to be me. What do I feel like doing today? I'm my star player. <laughs> I don't really have a, quote, unquote, side because I don't have a main. I am the main. So what do I feel like doing for me today? And anybody that's family or that's of high importance, if I need to hold space for them, I'll do that. But I'm not about to rush out to feed into the BS that's really not going to support anybody or myself. That's a bar. It's that's an, a bar. It's an inconvenience. Why am I going to inconvenience myself to feed into something that I do not believe in? I definitely don't agree in partaking it if it's like an inconvenience. Like you said, if it's just like, oh, yeah, we just, but we do this. Anybody who I've seen is like in a really, really like, we really do this shit. Yeah, they right. like people who I saw that really like enjoyed it. I was like, I see a lot of dope shit of this. Okay, like um, shout out to Black Barbershop. Uh, a one like I was watching his story. I be seeing it like just at a glance in his story. It just be him and his woman having like an amazing time throughout. That's the just year. what they do. So right. like yesterday was for just them kinda, to do that. That's regular. Yeah, right. it was like oh hey, you know we had a, it was like we did some shit on Valentine's Day, but it wasn't like Valentine's Day seemed like the biggest. Like, shit all the time fuck y'all right and that's that's really how it should be though like if you need a holiday to make you go like pamper your partner i don't care if you're a man or a woman if you need a holiday to make you go pamper your partner you fucking up right because it really boils down to just not being selfish like i get i feel what you're saying completely like about it just being a holiday and going and feeling like you got to do all of this shit and meet all of these expectations just because it's this holiday. Right. But the reality is, if you're not a selfish person, if you're not a selfish partner, you're doing this shit all year long. Oh, There's yeah, always right. little small little gifts, little small gestures, nice things that you're doing. Oh, let's go out and do this. Like, you need that shit. Because if you don't, like you said, motherfuckers going to be suffering anyway. And um, when they need that oil change, you're not going to be the one that change it. Nope. And I think on the flip side is, like you said, the little things or whatever fucking big whatever things you're doing throughout it takes on the partner like you said man a woman to be like you know this motherfucker did like for three weeks straight do blah 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 for me or was really coming through for me throughout the year that they didn't come and give me like a teddy bear or she didn't like nah, that bitch didn't give me a motherfucker she didn't bake I me a whole a cake like, i did not do shit for valentine's day i put up dropped off some earrings and got on like i made these for you I made sure I made an extra set so you got some. But even that, but I fucking like I this, I, I did made this. a thing. Fuck, I bought I made a fucking thing. Right. And that was low key out though because it's one of those things like you know it made me think about when you were a kid and you make a gift like do a little handwritten card or some shit. I, I've <laughs> I ain't always gonna lie. It was one of those things like 
I wonder if she gonna think of it like that. Like like when you give your mom like a handwritten gift, she know I made this mm-hmm. shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. It's still gold at the end of the right. day. But but see, that to me would be like a particular red flag. Cause it's like, well, what is your motivations? Because because I nigga, I made this. Right. Like the fuck that I spent money and like got you. I took. The I time. mean, it still cost me money to make. I mean, but no, it's either even even that. Up, that's yeah. double. Nigga, that's double work. I right. made it. Like my however I make, I fucking made this, and then I bought it. You know, you know on the flip side, now that's how side bitches fuck around and win. Cause. Uh, side bitch gonna appreciate them. Yeah, nigga, side bitch appreciates that you show. Oh my god, he was here for fifteen minutes over ten. Yeah, like he said. Yeah, well, fuck, man. Thank you for the appreciation, and that's why you fucking lost out. Like it ain't even about. Oh, what does she? Does she fuck me? Does she fuck you better? No, nigga, she just All or right. he is like you know they appreciate me. Like that's I'm a, uh, since we talking because today is National Side Chick Day. Absolutely. All right, I'm a uh, I'm gonna run something down as soon as I find it right here. All right. Me and Shorts last year we released an episode. It's mm-hmm. called "A Cheater's Guide to Valentine's Day." These niggas are amazing. That's brilliant. Yeah, and we basically um, we set the guidelines. And I wish Shorts was here, but I'm going to discuss them briefly with y'all because you know y'all my guys. Fair enough. So we basically set the guidelines um, that a person needs to successfully work through Valentine's Day, and you know, make sure they have a headache-free weekend. Mm-hmm. All right. We have a set of rules. I want to share them with you. Fair enough. All right. Listen up, folks. Listen up. This is a cheater's guide to Valentine's Day. So this is how you this is how you side chicks successfully handle your position. This is how you people with sides. This is how you this is how you work it all out. Rule number one, the most important rule. Plan ahead because preparation is key. You want to make sure that, you know, you if you're managing multiple people. You want to make sure that you have everything planned out accordingly to where everything falls in line the way it's supposed to. Plan ahead. That's rule number one. Number two, be consistent. The man gets gifts. Side pieces get the same thing they get every other day. They don't get no gifts. They don't get no nothing. Because you don't want them falling out of their side piece position like, oh, he gave me something. They're going to come. Now they're trying to be the main. They're going to come fucking everything up. They don't get nothing but dick. And you know when they get dick? Rule number three. Two days before or two days after. Now, let me break this one down for y'all. All right. We all know February 15th is National Side Chick Day, right? Mm-hmm. We all know February 15th is National Side Chick Day. Don't get yourself caught up fucking around on February 15th. Social media didn't snitch too much. You got to catch her two days before or two days after. And if she a real one, she going to deal with it. This is well thought out plenty. I dig it. <laughs> two days before and two days after. These are this is real. Y'all, y'all need to take notes. Take notes. Rule number four. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Your side piece got kids? <laughs> fuck them kids. Oh, yeah, I get with that. Okay, I can this all like it's Your it's, side piece. Yeah. Your side piece went and had a baby instead of getting an abortion like she knew she was supposed to. Fuck that kid. These are short words, not mine. <laughs> I like he had to clean it up. I'm just saying, I'm just reading that, the words. That, it's not but me. But you know what? Hang on. This is what makes this such a good team and him like a great coach because I, he took the time to say it with the passion that Shorts would have said it with. Yeah. Because he didn't have to say it like that, but he was like, I, I could have said it like a hoe. Yeah, but he said it like that oh, to pretty, make sure that yeah, it's. You no, know, yeah, fuck them kids. That's nah, fuck them kids. Mm-hmm. Again, fuck them kids. Lovely. That ain't your concern. Having a side chick is not for the faint of heart. So if you can't do it, don't do it. Fuck them kids. Rule number five. This is an important one. 
If you're a side piece, know and stay in your side piece place. Remember the job you signed up for. I stand by that. Remember the job you signed up for. Don't be out here talking about, oh, I can cook, I can fix shit, I can do this, I can do that. No, nigga, that's not what the fuck you got hired for. Know your fucking place. Number six, if you're a side piece, and this is a good one, mm-hmm. condom sex is optional during Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Think about it. Refer back to rule number four. Fuck them kids. Mm. Number seven, this is the last one. Nobody's family should know. If you got a side bitch, your family shouldn't know about this. And if you are a side piece, your family definitely shouldn't know. They need they need what we call plausible deniability. If you ain't say it, it ain't happen. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, these rules all make sense, and it makes everybody stay in their It, it makes it work. Everybody's in their particular position. Like, it makes... It makes perfect logical sense, and it works. You know, it works both ways. Right. Whatever your gender is for your particular side. Yeah, piece. no, we didn't make it gender specific. This no, year, no, no, not at all. Yeah. That all that makes that makes perfect sense. And also, I feel like you know it. It makes, it makes sense within the company of you, within right. the company of Juju. You have your CFO. You're clearly the CEO of you. You have your CFO. This is CFO duties. You may or may not keep the human resources department open, <laughs> but you really only need an assistant manager. Three to four times a week. Come on now. An assistant manager three to four times a week has certain parameters, but they're not CFO parameters. And they don't get paid, you know, what a CFO gets paid. They don't get the off time like that. I let them work from home. See? I let them work from home. Long live Black Phillip. I did adjust and take that analogy, but it's always made sense to me and it's been and it's been good to my heart. And it's been good to my life because it fucking makes sense. Like I mean it applies to everything. I know yeah. we're we're speaking about the rules for the specifics of being the side piece, but no, it, all it boils way. down to is well communicated boundaries mm-hmm. and sticking within the boundaries that have been communicated. That's all it's really saying. And proper preparation. And proper, proper preparation. preparation is the most important part. In order to properly we'll prepare, you gotta communicate. Nah, I'm cool. I'm not gonna try that yeah, one. Like, Proper preparation is the most important part. I got bars. Nigga, that sound like such a great like PBS special thing. Like it sounds like you should need the little ball bouncing and kids mm-hmm. go, Yay! Proper preparation is the most important part. But that home. sounds like something I had to spit online. I'm not I'm not going back to those times. Hey man, can yeah. I take a moment? Um we gotta take a moment to acknowledge them pieces. I like that herringbone, man. The herringbone oh. is a very slept on chain. It is. It it most definitely is. It's a I think it's more of an LA thing still. Like yeah, that when I see when I see a herringbone, it just takes me back to like 1996. Yeah. Like my first chain was a herringbone. It was silver. My auntie bought it, it for me. It don't even it matter. Was a herringbone, especially during that time. I got a gold one later. Yeah, herringbones and Rolex chains. That's a West Coast. Nah, the, thing. the Rolex chain is like that's the hood trophy. Definitely, like that's that really is a hood trophy. Like I remember when um I was graduating from high school. My <laughs> I didn't go to prom, so this is a funny thing about me. I graduated high school. And I graduated from YOU, but I didn't go to prom. I had no fucking reason to not go to prom. My auntie was trying to pay for everything. She wanted to, like, do limo, tuxedo, the whole shit, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, man, I don't want to do none of that shit. Like, just buy me a rolly chain. Like, I just wanted a fat-ass rolly chain. At the time, go cheap than the motherfucker. I'll never forget the chain was, like, $700. Oh, that God. chain right now, $3,500. Easy. Easy. Man, boy, every time I see one of them motherfuckers, I just be sick. Like, you was trying to force me to go to prom. I still didn't go. I spent all I that money my, for one day. Sold my prom ticket and yeah. shit. I, I mean, went to prom. Yeah. 
I did, but I don't How like, was it? Not, like, not, it's not, one of those things when you don't go, you do regret the experience. How was it? Like, did y'all get some pussy that night? Yeah. <laughs> was it like, like American Pie? But now that you talk nah. about it, like, yeah, now that you talk about it, it wasn't like this great <laughs> magnanimous thing. I like, I barely remember most of the details. It can happen at the prom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like everybody, th- I mean, I feel like it's like that. It's not like I was like, King swing, but I was like, I was fucking already. So what? Like, prom is where you come. Like, movies make it seem like it's prom night. This is the night we're gonna fucking do it. I was trash in high school. <laughs> I was like, shit, nigga. Like, I just see her fuck this dress. She was, she had that shit bust open at the party yesterday. Like, but okay, you know, it's been I senior mean, week. We fucking wild. But normally nigga. the narrative is like everybody's single trying to search for somebody they can go have a one night good time with. I went with my girl, so it was like. Okay. I thought you, like, and see, that shit is crazy. Like, I had, like, two girls that wanted to go to prom with me and everything, like, the whole nine. And I was just, I was on some other shit when I was young. Like, I don't know what the fuck I used to be on. I just used to be tripping. You might have been ahead of the curve. Shit. Like, it I was mean, cool. It just was like a... F- yeah, I just wasn't into, like, I was so, like, when I was in school, I was a student. Like, that time I was in school, like, yeah, I was in school. I mingle. I do my work and everything. When I'm out of here, I'm in the streets, like, straight like that. <laughs> so I was not concerned like. with that shit. And it was almost kind of twisted in a way when I think about it. My whole attitude, even as a teenager, I knew, like, let me just, like, do this school shit because eventually I'm going to get in trouble out here. And when that shit happened, I'm going to rely on all of this shit and be like, nah, I'm a good student. See, I, I can't be doing this. And that's exactly what the fuck I did. Maneuvers. That shit happened Being ahead of, that's ahead of the curve. That shit happened six months before I graduated. Ahead of the curve. Yeah, you know. I mean, I think a lot of us had to do I had to do the same thing because technically I wasn't supposed to. I was supposed to go that's to Inglewood. That's sociopathic shit. Based on my address. They found out my address, but because I'm a good student and I play football, it's like, you can stay. I was supposed to. They was like, we might be kicking you out of here today. Oh, wait. Yikes. Your transcripts. Oh, never mind. Your transcripts are good. And you're on a football team. Oh, and you're a starter. Okay, never mind. You can stay. That's that's what saved me. So I understand going, that point. What's going on in the chat? We ain't even acknowledged the chat. I mean, Kirsten was in there for a minute. Keith in there. Not saying that people be just, in there peeking and, and there, not yeah. speaking. You you peeking, but you not speaking. Yeah, yeah they no. just yeah, we just get a lot, we get a lot of stares. Like we'll get a okay. couple. Like, people like I, I I take it somewhat as a compliment because people like to listen to what we're saying. But I think some people may be afraid to say something or respond to what we're saying. I kind of feel like that. I kind of feel like either it depends on what got them here. It'd be like I feel like the, I, in my mind they always come at the wrong time. Like they heard some super like wild out the shit. They heard some wild shit and they come here and be like, oh my god, and we be in here talking about like anxiety. They said fuck them kids yeah like they heard they heard that and they came here and that was the day we were talking about anxiety and depression and then the people who heard about anxiety and depression that's the day they come in here like man the nipple titties now <laughs> you get now the big nipple and they be like what the fuck is i just feel like this everybody can't be yeah, the same i feel like show. everybody is coming at the wrong time right but not nah, it's called duality man that's nobody knows what nobody understands that that's what this show is i'm in my mind it's 23 niggas on earth that know what the fuck that is and Me, we are two. That's, that's <laughs> we, three. There's it's, 20 yeah, outside of Jackson, us. And half shorts. the motherfuckers work at the good news. So, like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's. We got more MSWs and therapists working for the it's good a news. Really, it's like, yeah. All I, right, I, hold on. Now, this is where my non-college education comes in at. What the fuck is an MSW? <laughs> a Master's oh, yeah. of Social Work. Oh, yeah. I definitely didn't know what the fuck that was. Oh, no, I don't. Lit. We got... Uh, Technically, I knew what a therapist was. Yeah, though. it's it's mm-hmm. a it's a different way of calling me a therapist. It's a different title. Most oh, you're an MSW. Yes. Okay. Teach me L- something I L- don't know. LCSW, in in a couple months. So we gonna 
That means I'll be licensed to do my own private practice shit. That's all it is. Oh, shit, so I can come talk to you about my problems? Pretty much. Oh, yeah, I've been looking for a black therapist. That's why Let me know here. when you're ready. See? I mean, let you me see know how when that works? Ready. You see how we hey, are look, needed? After this weekend, I just had. Oh, <laughs> man. No, I'll be, you know, I'm going to see y'all in like a year or so. Y'all just waiting to this next episode. Me and Shorty's got a show coming up right after y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drop a bombshell on these niggas. He's about to vent. No, I like it. Like, there's like, I like that it's become popular now and like everybody's being open to it. Because also, like, I'm a fan of it in general, but also I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, like I will talk to a fucking signpost. What's your problem, man? Let's figure this shit the fuck out. But it's it's so much needed. It's so much needed, especially in our community. Even like the the podcast within itself. Like even you come here, like y'all don't want to talk. We do. We want. We give anybody a space that wants to come sit down and be transparent about their shit. Talk about it. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie. I, uh, me and Sharso G, we had a whole like we had a whole show plan, right? Mm-hmm. Little shit went down. I'm like, I called him yesterday. I'm like, man. First, I tell him, I was like, you got to run the lead on tomorrow. I call him early this morning. I'm like, hey, I don't feel like doing none of this shit. Like, I don't even want to be here. Like, he like, man, you got to come. It's too late for you to do. Like, usually that's the conversation I'm having with him. You get me? Right. And he like, um, he like, man, you got to come. You, I say, you know what? This episode is going to be called I'm Only Here So I Don't Get Fined Because I do not want to be here. Like, plain and simple. But so I hit y'all. When I hit y'all up, I was like, you know what? Let me go chop it up with TJ and them. I know they'll give me a couple laughs, get myself in the mood to yeah. actually sit down yeah. and talk. That's actually smart. And those, honestly, like, even for me, like, those have been, because I be trying to look at everything, like, who's a good therapy moment? But, like, those be the ones where you have the best episode. I'm straight. Like, you just, like, oh, I'm, you know, you're not in a space to like perform so you right. got no choice but to be none of you niggas get juju today like you niggas yeah, don't get like, y'all niggas don't get podcast nigga y'all don't get like jewelry nigga or y'all get i'm me today right and y'all gonna just listen to me today you're not listening to my representative you're listening to my 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 star player he's here today mm-hmm. normally y'all get to see like the rest of the supporting cast no you're seeing the person today but that also goes in line with what we talked about on the last episode having a good support system you being able to go to shorts who is your support system and tell him like this is how i feel and he's like i respect that but you do have obligations you got to hold i'll I'll hold space for you i'll hold up the line for you but you definitely got to stay you know you got to stay the course I told that nigga he got to find a backup host today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I might, I might not, if I am there, I might not even say nothing. Bro, I need you to cut on both mics. Girl, like, nigga, I'm pretty good. Lancaster, I ain't doing shit. Like, y'all niggas want to talk to me, y'all can call me. <laughs> that nigga said, cut on both mics, and you sit in this mic, and then you run over there and talk to yourself. <laughs> talk to you. Like, just, For real, you look, just be running back and forth between two mics. Me and Shorty, right? everybody say we argue like old people and shit. Like an old married couple. This nigga tell me, he like, man... Fuck that thing. You talking about finding a backup host. I'm good enough to run a one-man show. I just run, do that shit myself. Nigga, you better quit acting like a bitch. You better quit acting like a bitch. You say that until you sit at the <laughs> boards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can sit in here uh, and be like, hey, everybody. Uh, what's the password again? Yeah, we up here. It ain't even that. Just you be sitting here and you be like, hey, it's... Damn, nigga, it's just me. Right. These goddamn headphones. That's how I sound. How actors <laughs> get jobs and, are, and really solidify themselves as good actors is their monologue. Yeah. Doing this by myself. I am acting out a scene by myself. So you think it's all gravy till right. you have to sit in that seat and talk by your damn it. It's a whole nother kind. A lot of people, you don't want to talk to yourself at the house, let alone talking to yourself on the mic as part of your show. Niggas, niggas have been in a pandemic and are fucking losing. They are losing their shit having to deal with themselves. Sitting in the house in their own heads. You niggas don't want to sit up here and talk by yourself. <laughs> I, I was in the house going crazy at first, like. I'm used to being myself by myself. I grew up in a house full of people, but mm-hmm. 
Like for the most part, I like my solitude. Like I'm one of those people that like people around when I like people around. Right. Hey, welcome to <laughs> well, the team. You are on the right podcast, sir. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> yeah, but I'm um, yeah, that shit was trash at first though. Like I was in the house fucking bored all the damn time, watching YouTube videos all day. That shit was so trash. See, that'd be see. I, I smoked so much weed. That'd be my shit. Depending on my day, like I'll fuck around and fall down a YouTube hole and be like, "This was an amazing." Six yeah, hours. but to do that shit for fucking three months straight. Well, only yes. The only thing is, like, I don't know, cause like I did <laughs> like, it. For, like I don't know. I did it for like for the first start. I just jumped into. Okay, man. I already. It got like you know. Speaking of like you know therapy shit, whatever shit, like it got super stoic. I was like, I don't have a choice. So let's get really, really into fucking. What do you do when you buy yourself tea? And I was like, we work out, play video games, and we we learn shit. And I was like, learn fucking everything. I was yeah, watching, I was learning a bunch of shit. That's I how I learned about the jury shit. business. It turned it into a hustle. And I've been saying I want to do. It. I've been saying I want to make grills for a long time. Fuck with me, dead ass. I, That's the only thing I, I can, don't do right now. Fuck I with can me. stand. I can stand on that. It's like. The grilliest grill. Yeah, just that, that as far as the jewelry business, I, I paid attention to that years ago just because I recognized how many other cultures are making money off of us yeah. in the jewelry market. And it's like, wait a minute. All right, can we talk jewelry? Let's. Yeah. All right, let's talk. All right. Um, the experience that I've had since becoming a jeweler in the Los Angeles jewelry district, um, I realized that. African Americans are definitely the biggest consumer of jewelry. Mm-hmm. Like plain and simple, we are the largest retail buyer of jewelries. They intentionally, they intentionally keep us ignorant to how jewelry is actually sold, imported, wholesaled, and produced. Um, they, they actually do what they can to keep us. And I'm not saying everybody, but there's people in these in these jewelry districts. That do what they can to keep us out of the business end of jewelry mm-hmm. because they make so much money off of us on the retail level. Right. Um, when I first started my company, the first thing I did was go down there and establish relationships. Like y'all know, we talked about it before. My primary like business is real estate. Mm-hmm. And so um, the one thing that I know from real estate, anything that you do, you're always in the business of relationships, plain and simple. Right. Everything is based in relationships. So the first thing I did was go down there and establish different relationships with different people I would be working with. I had motherfuckers give me different prices than they had quoted me when they talked to me on the phone, all type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I went to about um, seven, I think seven different gold casters, talked to different polishers. Like I, I went, worked with everybody. And um, some people were fair with me. Some people weren't. You know, when I first got my business license and my, my import license and everything, um, I went, met with different wholesalers and shit. They were trying to book me with, like, just book me on the gold price. Like, at, at the end of the day, I know how much gold is sold at spot price. Mm-hmm. And I know how much the wholesale price is. I know what the retail price is. And I know what the import price is. So, I'm coming in here with a seller's license. This is a wholesale fucking gold shop. Like, this ain't even on the retail floor. Don't come trying to sell me retail gold. I, I walked into a place, um, he was a, a, a 3D designer. He did, like, um, castable molds and shit. Okay. Uh, walked up to dude's door, and I was going there about 3D design. It was a piece I was trying to get. And in fact, this key that I got on my mm-hmm. neck, um, I had did three of these and, um, in three different sizes. This is the smallest one. 
I did a medium size and a large one. The two larger ones were custom pieces. So I was going to uh, find a 3D designer to work with on those and um, walk up to the door, knock on his door. He turns around, turns back around, and then um, he sees me still standing there. He gets up. He comes to the door. He's like, before I even say anything, he like, oh, I don't wholesale jury. I said, that's cool. I'm not trying to buy any jury. He like, well, what do you want? I don't wholesale jury. Like, straight hurry it up and buy me. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I didn't have all type of experiences down there. But then on the flip <clears> side <throat> to that, though, I've met people. There was a, a lady I met. She was telling me um, she's been in the jury business since 1982. Mm-hmm. She said her and her husband started it. They were immigrants. They came here to America together. And um, she's the person that taught me a lot of the shit that I know about diamonds. Okay. So, um. She basically told me her and her husband came here and uh, started their jury business in 1982. Her husband died like 10 years ago, and she runs their runs their company with uh, with their sons. Mm-hmm. Same suite and everything since 1982. And um, she was completely opposite. Her attitude was um, me and my, one of my boys went in there, and she's like, damn, I'm, like, I'm glad to see y'all starting. Like, this is nice because your people, they purchase so much jury on a retail level. Like, this is nice that you're actually getting into this business. When me and my husband came here, like, we had no one to help us. If there's anything that you need help with, let me know. Like, if you need any diamonds, I promise I'll give you the best price. She taught us about how diamonds are imported. Told us if you want to go get diamonds from online, this is where you get them. Mm-hmm. Like, just gave us a whole lot of game. She, she literally gave you gems. <laughs> Come on now. That's that's what you need. I mean, we need that more in our community, period. But we need that all across the board because a lot of people act like I got to be selfish with my shit. Like I've had experiences like you as far as like me buying jewelry, but me researching it on my own to see, okay, what can I get for a decent price? What am I most likely going to come across in certain these some no, of these you stores? Gonna get fuck you buy jewelry online. Oh yeah, no, not online. I'll go like I'll go downtown to the jewelry just to get going to different stores. And I've had different ones like they trying to sell me a certain chain. I'm like, bro, you don't know. Like I'm here on my lunch break. I work in one of these buildings. <laughs> I work for a nonprofit. You think just because I got gold teeth in my mouth, like I'm trying to get some big stupid rapper chain, and I pick some basic nice looking like the piece that I got at the time. I think you've seen it. It's a uh, the African pendant with the Pan African colors inside the African pendant. <clears throat> And they're like, oh, yeah, these are really nice. Like, it doesn't look ghetto at all. And I was like, I wanted to school him at that moment, but I was like, I understand that you're used to dealing with a certain mindset of black person. I be walking down there. And I'm going to let that slide right now. And it's funny. Like, I always was like, I was always kind of sort of a light jury word. Like, you would catch me in jury every once in a while. I've been pieced up lately. (laughs) I mean, you got to be a representation of your business. So now. I had to learn to understand that. There was a customer I met in the jury district. Mm-hmm. This lady, shout out Miss Nikki, she been keeping me right. So, <laughs> for real, I can't even be mad at her. I can't say nothing but good things. But I meet her in the jury district. Uh, she was walking down there with her sons with her. I keep it a thousand. She just looked like she was just looking to spend some money. Like She was just in every window. I'm like, and I was going to actually go and pick a piece up. I walked in the building, but the straight U-turn turned out that bitch. And, um... I just walked up to her, started talking to her, and um, I was just telling her, like, yeah, I have jewelry pieces for sale, showed her my, uh, my inventory and my Instagram, whatever, whatever. And um, she ended up leaving, going home. She calls me on my way home. She said, yeah, I like those heart earrings you got. Do you still got some? Hell yeah. Can you drop them off to me in Compton? Hell yeah. Dropped the earrings off to her. She ends up buying a chain from me when I dropped the, uh, the earrings off. Calls me 
the next morning, she's like, hey, I figured out what pendant I want. Order a custom pendant from me, a little Miss Nikki pendant. So um, she tells me, she like, yeah, I'm glad I met you. Like, you got like you got really nice jewelry. I really fuck with your prices. Your shit way better than the sloths and blah, blah, blah. Like, she gassing me up. And um, she said, but I ain't going to lie. I thought you was down there on some hustle, man. Shit, I wasn't even <laughs> finna. She said, I wasn't even finna entertain nothing you was talking about. I said, why? She said, because I saw you with your little chain on. I could tell it was a 24 karat piece. I got this little 24 karat baby bear I be wearing. Mm-hmm. She said, I could tell it was 24 karat. So I saw that. But you ain't really look like a jeweler to me. I said, what you mean? She said, you need to wear like all that jewelry that you got, all those nice pieces. You need to throw that shit on. I was like, you know what? You're right. Ever since then, I've just been throwing it on. She said, that's that's free marketing. You better wear that shit. Right. That's true. Oh, where you get that from? I made it. You and want one? That was the funniest thing. She said, um, she said, when you wear jewelry, what's the number one question people ask you? I said, where do you get that? She said, yeah. And when they ask you where you get it, you can be like, I made this shit. So you know what? You're right, Miss Nikki. That's actually a good point. Like, I had something, like, coincidentally, like, today. I was went to the gym. I go to the little, like, um, it's a little fucking supplement store right next to the gym. And I just happen to have the little Just a Dope Ass Podcast crew neck on. And I walk in there, and I go to this motherfucker, like, on a weekly basis to get little bullshit. And I walked in there, and I had it on. And I've talked to some of the dudes in there about it. And they're like, oh, we followed, and whoop doop doop Today, the day I wear it, them niggas like, oh, my God, what is that? And I was just like. It's merch, bitch. Yeah, it's my pod. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God, like, we got to follow. We got to whoop doop doop And dude was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Spotify dude. And I was like, I know at least two of y'all I've talked about this. But it was something about, and I'm not one to always wear my own shit because I be trying not to be like, hey, I'm the podcast guy. Right, but to your point, it's like nah. If you do a fucking thing, you can kind of push your shit. Like, be, I don't know, fucking hella vocal about. I do this, bitch. Like, I mean, you, looking at it from a different standpoint, even going for for what we're saying as far as the jewelry business, we are money. As yeah. black, especially black men, we are money when it comes to merchandise, when it comes to jewelry, when it comes to all types of different things. People are going to look at us to see what the next big thing is or what's cool or what's in style. So if you're rep- representing your own thing, you're free marketing for yourself because you're going to stand out in the crowd everywhere you go all the time. So it's good to just represent yourself as authentically as possible. It's the best thing that you could possibly do is to represent yourself. But even shouting out Miss Nikki, you need people like her that's going to keep you on your toes, tell you how to how to better help your business. She did her role as far as like a side piece. She's letting you know, oh, them nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like that. I ain't even going to lie. I like that. Humility kind of go out the window when it comes to this jury business. I just be like, it ain't arrogance, but I just be like, yeah, I know. This shit fly, no, huh? A, you you no, shoot this shit a, fly, no, there's huh? A, there's a line between arrogance and confidence. Like, right. you do a thing well. Like, just, like, even he Thank talk- you, though, but yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, even talking about, like, even when he said about, like, the mental health piece, like, I don't talk about that a lot because I'm, like, not finished. And I be talking to him off air. He be like, Nick, say that shit. Like, you're in school. Like, you're learning the same shit. So I'm, 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 I know I personally struggle with being, like, I'm confident in my ability, but don't be, like, a... The line between confidence and arrogance is something I do because I'd be quiet about a whole bunch of shit. It is the imposter syndrome that we struggle with That's in it. our field. I got that. <laughs> I've realized I've come to to like a real realization maybe in like the past month or so. That I definitely have imposter syndrome because um I don't know. I think I I struggle with the fact that like sometimes I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here. And a lot of times I I feel like I'm doing all of this shit, all of this positive shit, but I feel, 
sometimes I feel like that's the shit that I'm trying to do or trying to be, but I don't know if that's really me or not. Why would you say that? Why would you say you don't know if it's really you or not? Because sometimes I just don't be feeling like that. <laughs> like, But as we talked about earlier with duality, it's possible for you to be both those sides, right? Yeah. Because even for me, I mean, we've had talks off air and I've even hinted at stuff. I've talked to my mom about certain stuff. I got a master's degree and I still have moments where I want to go upside somebody's head for some change. I'm not going to do it because this side is way more stronger in control than the other side. But I got I got that 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 Berkeley, California in me that be like, I see you act Robin Hood all day. It's always been in the back of my mind. If I feel like you are flexing and don't deserve it, like if you are flexing, you've earned this. This is something that you really like. This is something that speaks to you and you're just letting people know I accomplished this. You just see that nigga high signing and it makes you get him. I'd be like, oh, you are lucky I went to school and I have to keep myself to a moral standard. to me. We gonna talk. <laughs> no, I feel like because I'm shit. trying to figure out why some shit happened, man. I'm trying, like I'm trying to rationalize has, some shit. Everybody has to have that shit, and like, I feel like understand. Like, I get a lot of like, oh, you funny, oh, you post a lot of like zen shit, and it's like, nigga, I, I ain't gonna tell you, but like, I told him, like, you know, like the other day, like, you know, I had a moment. I just was like, hey, you know, <laughs> you had like, a nigga moment, or you had a moment moment. It was just like, you know, I was, uh, I was in the community, and we, it was just. It was. It didn't make any sense. It just was like, you know, this is just there's a, there's rules to the road. We all went to go to class. We all went to driving school. And I just was like, it was a moment where it was like, this is an easily just let it go moment. Like anything I would tell anybody else, just let it go. And and some said nah. And even after that, I was like, I don't even know if I was that mad. I just had like a moment of nah. I'm just not today. Today is just yeah. not. I'm just not in Zen mode today. Today you should just not do that. You shouldn't have done that, sir. But sometimes as we oh, were talking man, about. I just had, I just had that times a thousand. Yeah, I'd like I because at the end of it, I just was like, I know when I'm like, I'm still ready to say fuck it all. I know when I'm like adrenaline level mad. I wasn't even there. It just was the in the moment. I just was like, nah, like this is just that goes like, back. You shouldn't have done that. It nah. goes back to the list. Sometimes you need to communicate your boundary, and me communicating my boundary in a nice way ain't gonna work in this situation. Sometimes I gotta communicate in a way that you gonna understand, which is gonna be a way that you ain't gonna like. It has to be done. I mean, it's the same for all of us. I think as black men, especially black people in general, we got to code switch so much. It's part of us to be able to have all these different variations of our personality that we hide. So when another one pops up, you're like, should I be this? Yeah, it's still me. It's just it's not available in these situations. But in this situation, it might be more relevant for me to be this way. And it's OK for some for me to be that sometimes I don't need to be completely hoodish all the time but sometimes you gotta be like the passive aggressive we'll joke about how people send emails passive aggressively mm -hmm. to get their point across in 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 company lingo we are the ones that created to put the extra sauce on that because we know how to function within these spaces so i brought my blackness here to say uh bruh that ain't what you're gonna be doing today without talking shit. exactly thank you goddess lord we are all here for duality yep of course yep that does what this, like I said, this podcast is is duality. <laughs> People look at me as like the patron of peace and stoicism no, master right. himself. Yeah, that may be me say 70% of the time, but I got other sides of me at different, like people are surprised to hear me come on here and curse or talk about sex or whatever the case is. We're like, uh, I'm human just because you think that I'm sitting on top of a rock with incense, <laughs> meditating all day long in tranquil peace mode does not mean that I'm always that person. See, I have that in reverse. Motherfuckers will see me in real life and be like, you know, like, I'm like, I'm, make me, you know, oh my God, I'm like, whoa, motherfucker, like, 
I'm chilling. I just did that shit on the show. Like I'm still that nigga. Right, but like, like I'm like, yeah, like chill. I think I think with me it depends on how they catch me dressed. Oh, that's like, part of it. That's definitely it. Part it of it depends mm-hmm. on how they catch me dressed. You catch me on a day like this, people people misinterpret me. A lot of times they just take me for some random hood guy. People think I'm not very bright at first until they start to have a conversation with me. I don't know why I come off as stupid, but I people think I'm stupid at first. It's the color. Even. It's the skin color, black. unfortunately. And then, um, not nah, even other black people. And nah, then, the, um, the conversation. When black I be tied up and the shit, others. they just treat me different. No, that's I know. That now later, fuck my job. That's what I get for eating on the show. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. But no, I, I mean, like, and that's I feel like all the shit I've been like reading and watching. I'm that convers that conversation will probably have to happen because like the. Basically, even what you're saying, like, just the misinterpretation of, like, black men through the lenses of other people, like, that is, like, a, a fucking huge, huge thing. And I've, I've even had that conversation with, like, other black women, like, not understanding, like, I don't even think you realize, like, how I'm perceived to you. Right. Like, you're not acknowledging or not, not even not acknowledging, like, motherfuckers don't recognize that, like, it was, in this book, I'm, I'm fucking, I swear I need to finish this shit. Like, I got, like, an hour left and it just is a, it's dragging the fuck out. But... He says something along the lines of, like, people don't recognize that a black man's experience is never, like, we never are the authors of our own story. We have to dance in spaces of how other people have authored us, even our own women. Right. Like, our We story. have to move how other people perceive us. Yes. Yes. And we yeah. have to be aware of it 24-7. Mm-hmm. Other people, that's that's one privilege or luxury. Or the opposite of how other people perceive us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to think of how you're going to perceive me and in try the- to approach you in that manner. That kind of goes along the off-air conversation we had last week. Mm. You know, why can't men? It's not this. Just be no. It's not that easy for black men to to be their whole selves sometimes because we already know that you're prejudging me before I got here. Like the dress comment, I've gone dressed in like just out in the public, wearing a hoodie, and people are looking at me like you're some six foot four black dude with dreads with a hoodie on. You're not paying attention to the fact that I have my school's hoodie on. I'm an alumni here. <laughs> you just see a black dude in a honey and you're perceiving me to be a certain way, not realizing like I'm I'm wearing something that I earned. I do you one better because this actually just happened and it's happened legit. I'm going to top your shit, but go ahead. I'm going to top your shit. I believe you will because like it just has happened a bajillion times in my life, more times than I can count. I'm, I barely, I'm flat out one at, that's it, just six flat. There's no other number attached to it. I'm barely making the club. I have been everything from 6'3 to 6'5 because of how people perceive me. Yeah. Motherfuckers have seen me in D.C. next week. They're like, oh, y'all must be. I'm like, there's a fucking ocean of difference like between right. us and and you're perceiving me as, as large. And I'm like, damn, now I got to go around a motherfucker I thought I was cool with and double down on I'm a regular. Like, don't. If I raise my voice, I might be whatever. If I whatever, whatever. Now, please stop me because this is going to be good. Oh, yeah. This is, this is super top. All right. <laughs> Juju is a surfer, right? Oh, this is going to be... Here we go. Yeah, Juju is a surfer, right? Mm-hmm. Juju is a real estate agent, right? Juju is a podcast nigga, right? Juju is cool than a motherfucker. Juju don't... Like, Juju is straight. Juju had on a black sweater and these black Adidas running shoes that I got on right now. In fact, Juju got his whole motherfucking car shot up. I don't know what the fuck I was perceived as. That is unfortunately super common. Having mm-hmm. a certain talk, certain type of car, and being a black man in a certain neighborhood, you're going to get 
mistaken identity. Cop, LAPD and cops all across the world been using that. Oh, you fit the description bullshit. But we don't realize it's not just cops that do that. We do that to each other. Yep. We can look at somebody. You could be in a certain hood and see somebody that looks a certain way and be like, he must be one of the niggas from this hood. I could be here visiting my auntie. You don't know who I am or what I am, but I to you, because you are aware of these surroundings, you automatically throw me and group me into this situation that you are experiencing, not realizing that I have separated myself from this experience altogether. Come on now. Why are you bringing me into this? Come on now. Even to that extreme. Like, you didn't even run up on a car and be like, hey, yo, you know where you at? Where, where you, you from? from? Like, like, I, I'm, I'm from the hood. I'm supposed to know there's a protocol to these yeah. questions. You didn't ask me you questions skipped, one, you, two, you or three. The, you broke the rules, nigga. You right. skipped, like, you skipped everything. You didn't. You didn't. I'm, where's my my hood Miranda rights? <laughs> like, read, read me my hey, hood Miranda rights. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to rename this. That was that was it. This like, nigga said my hood Miranda rights. We, we need those. Like, I I know how this is supposed to go, bro. You breaking code. Do I need to tell you how to do your job? Pull I ain't the, even an affiliate, and I'm telling you how to do your. Where was your hood nigga acumen? Son? Yeah, nah. Where, who your OG? You did at? not give me my hood Miranda rights. Not at all. Rights. You need to be DP'd for this. That's you need to get DP for the sure. Because that's now. how you end up hurting people you in your community. You did not give me my hood Miranda rights, nigga. You Damn. Hurting people in your own community. Cause Just you a didn't, dope ass podcast. That's yep. crazy in a time where, nigga, there's like seven niggas off the, uh, like off the top of my head that like do TikToks and Vines of your hood nigga Miranda rights to where it's funny. Everybody knows them now. Right. It's, a, it's a white boy Calabasas knows how this shit's supposed to go. What hat to wear, what this hat means, what your press level's gonna be, all that stuff. Man, my press ratio was like a four. <laughs> <laughs> That's on everything, nigga. I had on black Adidas running shoes. My press ratio was a four. I think that's the sign of the times, though. Unfortunately, because my before, press rate, the only thing the only thing that that made my press ratio slightly heightened might have been the all black hoodie, and that's only because we all know the perception of an all black hoodie. But I mean, again, it was eight o'clock in the morning, an all black hoodie. I could have been getting ready to go running, nigga. I was finna go that's surfing. Not even like the, the there's nobody in that life that's up at eight thirty like that's it, doing it, like any what? type of business. Clearly, there's two of them. <laughs> Normally, they just so happen to walk outside and smoke and chill. Nah, they, so was buying, they was buying weed like I was trying to buy weed, I guess. Oh, if you don't get... Jesus, nigga. Like, you, we was you, all just trying to buy some weed. I was just trying to go surfing in, in, in my Adidas running shoes, right. man. What up, man? What's, going on? What's going on? What's going on? Black man! How you doing? How you doing? We got we got more. You done missed... Uh, I'm going to get some of them in my hair. No, I was listening. Oh, I mean, I, we figure you listening, but as far as participation points... You know, you showing up late. I mean, like go on, go on, sit down, get you some participation. Yeah, we, 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 we was talking about my Adidas running shoes. How they didn't keep you. We got the pie father in the house. What's happening? I was just at Studio Two with uh, with shorts. So oh, yeah, he should be on yeah, his way here. Pulling up right now. Too. He probably yeah. gonna be we on have a packed time. house in a minute. It's about to be um, a plethora be of a, black men. Look, y'all, this is gonna be an amazing. Look, we gonna need show. it because I'm gonna need a therapy session in this bitch. This our hundred episode, and this finna go down. All yeah. that shit we was going to talk about is going out the window. episode and the debut episode? Our 100th oh, episode and our debut this, episode. This is amazing. And I got a bombshell. So it's going this down. Is, <laughs> all that shit we was going to talk oh, about sure. is out the window. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> it's, it's, it's your annual um, side nigga, side bitch show. Yeah, right. that shit is right. out the window today. That's, I'm, I'm I got some way more important the, shit to talk about. We having a therapy session today. It's necessary. And it's your platform. Why not? It's like going on your Twitter and posting yeah. what's on your brain. It's the same concept. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. Y'all supposed to pay attention to what I'm saying. Hey, listen. 
I got something to tell y'all because hopefully you're going to learn from it. You're going to get a gem from this. I'm venting, but you're going to get a gem from this. <laughs> nah, I'll let Shorts talk about whatever he want to talk about, but I'm definitely getting this shit off like, my dude, chest. You got, you got the first 15 minutes. After that, <laughs> <laughs> time's up. Let me hit, hey, wrap that shit up, B. <laughs> wrap that shit up. It's my time. But nah, duality, man. It's it. That is the purpose of this show. Multiple things can exist. I can be a therapist and talk about ass and titties and talk about something serious and talk about my life. It's 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 going to be a lot of therapists out here like titties, titties. I mean, if you if you are a sex therapist, that's your job. Or if somebody has an issue with their sexual relationship, they're going to come talk to you about it. So why shouldn't you feel comfortable talking about it on your own? Hey, when I first, 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 like went to college and attended college, I majored in psychology and for like two months i wanted to be a sex therapist because i was in the sex ther- uh sex psychology class and that shit was the tightest shit to me we just used to be up in there talking about fucking all the time it's like lit. it was cool there's a really that was like my favorite class that i ever took in college people don't understand there's a science of how your brain works when it comes to sexual activity they think it's just oh men just think with their penis and they don't know there's there's a thought process behind this activity you think it ain't nothing there's a lot of deep underlying tones that come from this penis inserted into whatever orifice oh. that y'all prefer. Indeed. He just made sex sound real scientific. Because it is. It, 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 <laughs> man, look. It is. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for, for, for tuning in with us on our side... Well, I was going to say side bitch. But. It turned into a lot. Whatever this was supposed to this was, this was good. Side, side support systems. They got the rules. That's all that count. Just make sure y'all prepared next year. Just make sure y'all are prepared. Oh, I'm about to say, I thought he came in with a bag of weed, a bag of weed. <laughs> no, you got to. <laughs> this would have been a damn if, yo, if, yo, a thousand ever walking with a bag of weed, this, be, yo, I go in nowhere. <laughs> I'm going somewhere. See, there we go. <laughs> to the moon, Alice. I'm going to the corner. <laughs> I'm going to be up there with Elon and like, turn that into stock money. Alright, bye motherfuckers. We'll see y'all on Saturday here at Just a Dope Ass Podcast. Y'all stay tuned next. Yeah, if you're listening, stay here. Yeah, y'all, y'all, if y'all listening, y'all make sure y'all stay tuned, man. Me and Shorts got our debut episode on the Good News epi- on the Good News Network coming up. Uh it's our hundredth episode. Keep it a thousand podcasts. And you got a bombshell coming for and you. And I got a bombshell coming. A whole lot of shit to talk about is going down. Uh, well, so I'm, just, I'm just stay tuned. Here. I'm staying here. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna do it. <laughs>